you are now listening to It's the Social Media by the Plus Money. Okay, so before we get started, um, I want to see who is here with me. Let's start with that. Who do we have here with me? A real bitch. I am Queen T from the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. Excellent. <laughs> More luck if you go next. Lady Marla, formerly from Urban City Talk Podcast, but now I'm just hopping from podcast to podcast. Gang, gang. gang. How's retirement treating you, huh? Yeah, that's all it is. Hey, what the fuck you just said? <laughs> How's retirement treating How's retirement treating <laughs> <laughs> All right, plus, since you wanted to chime in, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Uh, good afternoon, evening, whatever the fuck you're listening to this at. Uh, my name is Plus of the Niggas with Opinions podcast. Uh, the most illustrious and handsome member. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> little Dirt. Okay. Uh, yes, Little Dirt, 88. Uh, one half of the Ignite Agenda podcast. Uh, Nick. I'm in Pittsburgh with a lot of hoes. Mm-hmm. With a bankroll, mm-hmm. I am one half of the Ignite Agenda podcast. Way more fly than you. When you on Instagram, way more fly than you. Two use on Twitter. Okay, cool. Abdonel. Really, the whole government? I am your Damn. boy AB, mm-hmm. <laughs> host of the Abnormal Minds podcast. Your baby mama's favorite podcast. <laughs> Not my baby mama. You watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to It's Just Social Media, your podcast for those of you who don't know how to work Zoom and <laughs> are trying to yeah. and are trying to stream live but don't know where the camera button is. Um, <laughs> I am talking to you, Ben. Yeah. When you get back, you will be able to introduce yourself. Um, for those of you who are new to my podcast, thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm very excited to have very special, awesome guests with me. These are literally my favorite podcasters um, to listen to, and also good friends of mine. I like to think, maybe I don't hope. I hope, and oh, and. <laughs> Um, I've been able to be on a couple of their podcasts and it's been really exciting times and if you want to go and listen to me on their podcast that's up to you I you know Um, but either way today's episode we're going to talk about podcasting and we're going to ask the experts about podcasting and I wanted to ask these wonderful wonderful podcasters past and present to discuss with us the double standards of podcasting and also the podcasting while black. So, 
Who would like to begin? First of all, what is it like to be podcasting in this day and age, in this time frame, and how long have you guys been doing it, each of you? I start, uh, I started in May 2015. Um, you know, trials and tribulations, of course. You know, niggas that ain't dedicated, niggas that think that this shit is sweet, niggas that, <laughs> that think that, you know, they ain't got to put no work in. You know, I've had numerous uh, co-hosts, hosts, uh, but now, you know what I'm saying, I'm rocking with my brother and my cousin, and we, we own it till the wheels fall off, you know what I'm saying? So I think a large portion of what people don't really understand is the amount of work that goes in, the amount of consistency that you have to have day in and day out, not making no money, you know what I'm saying? Not being able to come up with topics, you know, not being able to, you know, you got you to gotta podcast through having your kids, like shit like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so it's just, you know, you, if you want it, you got to go after it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, to piggyback off kind of off of Nick, uh, Abnormal Minds Podcast, I started off in 2003. It was really an internet radio show at first. They just had a segment called the Abnormal Minds, or uh, the Random Thoughts of Abnormal Minds, and that kind of popped off. And the the, 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 the viewers and the listeners told me they, they, they were really feeling that, so I just took that and started a whole new creation with it about 2016. And we've been running ever since. Um, like y'all, I've been through multiple co-hosts, people who think it's just show up and record and go home, but they don't know everything that goes behind it, about the content creation, about editing, about, y'all know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to go through the whole list, but y'all, y'all know we go through to get quality or the consistency. Like some people think they can show up every two weeks or every month, and like you, I have kids too. Like I've had my, I have my kids on my podcast before, so you <laughs> So yeah, uh, in, in a sense, we kind of in the same boat. Uh, plus, you were pacing. So. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? I was like, plus, did you want to say something? I don't know. All right, before we keep going, Ben is finally here. Let's all give Ben a round of applause for figuring out his phone. Your boy Chris, vegan traveler, one fourth of NWO podcast. Excellent. All right, so Chris, as you already know, the topic is podcasting while black, and also double standards of podcasting. How long have you been podcasting, and what do you, I guess, want to talk about in terms of like what people don't know about podcasting before we go into the, you know, the heavy shit of podcasting while black. I probably, I'd say probably like a year and a half, maybe, as far as how long I've been podcasting. I've been around podcasting for a while because, like, I had early experience with, like, the Drink Champs and stuff like that when they first started. But outside of that, I would say as far as being a part of the podcast, probably like a year and a half. 
I want to know what is it like podcasting while black, and do you think there's a difference? Yeah, I don't know what it's like podcasting white, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Very true. <laughs> I never in a day when never know what it's like to podcast me at a humpy. You ever so, think it's harder for you um, as a as a black podcaster? No, I think I'm more like I'm more critical of myself than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like just being able to hear your voice and understanding what's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a son, you know, trying to do, you know, podcasting while doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like having group members that kind of show up and think it's it's sweet and it's not always sweet. You got to be creative at all times. You got to come up with these different ideas and these different videos just to, you know, to, to expand your reach. So I don't know, like I said, I don't know what it's like being white, but I know what it's like being who I am and having to do what I have to do and not only work, but also do this shit on the side. And, you know what I'm saying, come up with these ideas to, to further our brand. Do you have, do any of you guys have experience of, I guess, I don't want to say discrimination in podcasting or racism in podcasting, but issues with your message not being understood. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, it's not really, it's, I've seen more discrimination from black. people who look like me. Yeah. In Atlanta, right? Everybody talk about Atlanta and rappers and all this and how everybody get along and all this other fuck shit that they be seeing on VH1. No, it's not like that. The podcast industry up here is really on some who's friends and who are strangers, right? Because I've done cold calls. I've reached out to people. I've sent emails. And I write emails all day long in my professional career, so I know how to write an email. But I've tried to, you know, you know uh, congregate with individuals. And really up here, from a podcast standpoint, you got to really know these niggas, man. And they ain't really trying to work with you if they don't know you. So I don't know what it's like on the white side of town, but on the black side of town, I haven't had the best experience because I feel like our show can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Our personalities between me and Dirt can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody, and I just feel like if individuals will give us a chance, they will see that. That's why I'm always willing to... I hit these niggas when I come in town. They don't never call me. I'm calling them. Hey, bro, let's get on. Let's get on the mic. Let's, you know, what I'm saying, let's get together. Let's do what we need to do because that's how I feel, and I feel like I'm gonna stay with the community that I'm most comfortable with. And one of us is gonna make it. I don't know who the fuck it is, but whoever it is, if you don't bring me along with you, I'm shooting up your mama house. That's all I gotta say. Can't do that. <laughs> I have a. Yes. Oh, well, it's, I have a weird um, answer because I actually have more Caucasian listeners. Like, going by my analytics and my, I have more Caucasian listeners than I have, like, black listeners. Even though my message, I like to think, is catered to a black crowd. Um, like, I, it's, it, it's not only Atlanta. It's kind of, my, well, you know Miami got that. It's, it's who you know and not what you know, I guess, or what you, in a sense. But uh, I just follow who fuck with me in a sense. Like, if you want to download my shit, download my shit. If you don't, God bless your life. How do you um, protect yourself, though, if that's the case? Because for you guys, a lot of your podcasts are very niche to a Black audience. So how do you, I mean, since that's the case, especially, especially niggas with opinion, your whole, the name, <laughs> kind of keeps you from being. 
<laughs> like seen by another audience just because they're gonna be uncomfortable saying the name. Although I'm sure they want to say it anyway. So I'm I guess that would be for you guys and for you too, AB and Ingrid and Jenna, and also I guess Tanya too. Um, you know, we've never had a problem with like getting white listeners. We have a shit ton of them. The issue is, I don't think there's a huge black podcast listening pool, right? Like, I feel like listening to podcasts is still a white person's game. Like, a lot of the people who listen to us, I feel like we may have been the third pod, the first podcast that they played regularly. And then through us, they, um, they listen to other podcasts or happens the other way around where somebody might have heard me on Ignite Agenda or one of Tanya's podcasts, and that's their first, so we become their second, just because they didn't feel like they could fuck with podcasts. But we have, like, even though we're niggas with the pants, we have white friends, I mean, white listeners, that we do nothing to maintain. They just knows it. And they're going to be here no matter what. Tanya, the same thing for you? Um, like, for me, I don't think it's necessarily, like, discrimination with black and white, per se. It's more like, for instance, with like Urban Sweet Talk, there were guests that I wanted to have on the show and they loved the show. They listened to it. They loved it, but they didn't want to associate their brand with the way that I spoke on the show. Right. So it was just like, you know, just talking about the things that we talk about, how loosely I speak sometimes. Um, they couldn't align their brand with the podcast and that's when I was like oh shit like shit is changing like times are changing and people do care a lot about their brand as far as being on your on your on your podcast or being on your show or whatever people still want to represent their brand too and um sometimes it doesn't align sometimes it doesn't it's being affected now with AB rolling up his weed right now <laughs> Okay. It's right here in camera. It's cool. It's but, right. No, I totally understand that. Also, I think we should also take into account that nigga, white people idolize us. You know what I'm saying? They do. They really do. Like from from fashion to music to you know what I'm saying, just overall culture. You know, every time look at Jack Harlow. You know what I'm saying? Like the little white boy that sing the the, the song. Well, he the prime reason why Lou Will did yeah. for them. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just we have those types of individuals who they idolize us in and, and like like plus said earlier, podcasting is a white man's game. When I first started, the only people that had a podcast was Juan Epstein. And he's not white, but he's damn near close to them. And you know what I'm saying? It was the Juan Epstein show. It wasn't nobody else that looked like me that was doing no type of podcast, no none of that shit. Now you got Joe Button podcast. Now you got all type of other people that's doing podcasts. And now we're, you know, 85 South Show is a prime example. Like you have these shows that are, you know, transcending because we've infiltrated. And every time we infiltrate, they quote unquote industry, we take over. So I think as long as we continue to do what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? We can get white people extinct. That's my overall goal. They get white people extinct so that they don't have to live with us. Because I don't like <laughs> That sounds like a Fuck good plan. At this point, for those who don't know who I am, I am Benesee, one-fourth of the hosts of the Niggas with the Penis podcast. Um, and my co-hosts are Plus Daddy, uh, Sir Plus on the Twitter machine. I got that uh, saying from uh, Tanya D. 
And um, I have uh, the Vegan Trap Lord as one of my co-hosts as well, and also Ricky the Prince. Okay, it's working. Okay, so Marlo, go ahead and give me your input on this, because like um, Tanya just in, in, I guess, she had mentioned with the Urban Sweet Talk, you guys had that same thing, you were nodding your head. Like Tanya said, I, um, our, I think our biggest thing wasn't necessarily whether or not we had Black listeners or white listeners. It was more so people who listened to us and we were kind of like a guilty pleasure for them because of how we spoke or how we acted, especially with certain episodes that we had. Um, you know, one episode in particular where we used the P word way too many times um, in one episode which was a great episode for what we were talking about. But, you know, a lot of people felt like podcast at that time, it was a guilty pleasure for them. It wasn't something that they could actually align themselves with professionally or business-wise or anything like that. So a lot of people would, would tell me, oh, I would love, I would have loved to promote my business on you guys' podcast, but you guys are a little bit too far on this side of things for me, or, you know, we can't necessarily um, use your platform for what we're trying to convey with our brand um as far as black listeners yeah we cater to black listeners but like what nick was saying they do want to be us and i think podcasting especially with so many people in it now i think it's kind of given our white counterparts a look into our everyday lives because really podcasting is kind of like for, for tanya and myself just you know it's just me and my friend we we're having our regular conversations. We just press record and you guys get, get a peek into how she and I interact with each other on a regular basis. It was literally us sitting next to each other and just having conversation. That's how we speak to each other in real life. And I think for, for the beige folks, like I like to call them for them, listening to our podcast gave them like an insight into our culture, into our, into our way of life and how and how we see things, especially the way that we view things that are happening in pop culture, whereas they can't comment on things in certain ways, but we, we're able to because it's our culture, it's our people, we know, we, right. we see things from a different perspective than they could see it. What's your favorite, and each of you guys can unmute yourself to answer this or all at once, I don't care. Um, oh, okay, I do care. But what's your favorite, your favorite guest that you've had on the show? Or your favorite podcast moment? You can oh. be a guest or it could be a podcast. Oh, I recently kind of, if you guys watch Insecure, I was able to get Thug Yoda to be on the show. And that was, I was a great one. I literally was just like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? He was like, sure. I was like, oh, okay. Um, want to do it tomorrow? He was like, yep. I was like, oh. So sometimes um, where we think there are limitations, sometimes it's as simple as just asking or reaching out. I know sometimes it's weird in podcasting, reaching out to other podcasters or just people in general for guests, because for the most part, they don't really know you, you don't know them. And it's like, you're trying to fill each other out and see how you could collaboratively, you know, make a show. Um, but for me, that was like by far, like, I was like, oh, you could just ask people and they give you stuff. <laughs> So, so that makes sense. I think my favorite podcasting moment would have to be, and I think with the exception of Plus, I'm the only person on this Zoom right now who has been on every single one of these podcasts, um, as both as a podcaster and as a quote unquote guest, because I'm technically retired. Um, 
reason being is because each one of our podcasts had a different tone, a different voice. Even if we were talking about some of the same things sometimes because the world blew up how many times and we all had to discuss it, each each podcast is a di- is a whole different experience. So with Urban Sweet or with Adulting I Hate It Here, it's one experience. With Ignite Agenda, when I went up to Atlanta, it's an experience. Of course, NWO is an experience. When I went to Abnormal Minds, it's a whole different experience. And um, it's it's allowed me to 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 be able to see different viewpoints of a lot of different things rather than just being in that one box of Urban Sweet Talk or whatever the case is. Uh, so I've always had, um, the best time like recording with, you know, of course, you know, to whenever Tanya and I get together, like recording with y'all, I should say, I haven't had the opportunity to record with AB them yet, but that is on my agenda for when I go back to the crib. But it's always, I can always be myself with you guys. You know what I'm saying? I can be exactly who I am. You know, it's judge free. We could talk about whatever we want to talk about. There's no limitations. So to me, those are my favorite moments. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had other guests. I've had pretty, you know, pretty big guests, you know, but in terms of having fun and enjoying doing this thing called podcasting, it's always been with you guys. So that was really sweet. <laughs> that was so sweet. Oh my God. Break out the onions. Break out the onions. So nice. <laughs> I'm, I was really expecting a more ignorant answer. Big, big the, the smallest violin. <laughs> I swear for an ignorant ass answer. Like, I, you know, these niggas was over here right quick. Like, I thought I was going to hear that. It's fine. Um, My favorite moment, hands down, had to have been the really big uh, mashup that we had with uh, Ignite Agenda and then Urban Suite. It was a really oh, great time. It was that a was mess. Fun. And we somehow we still navigated it. If we're talking that was about a great day. We're all professional guests. Let's start there. We're all we're straight up. If we're talking about an individual guest, Brother Hassan is absolutely yeah. like one that stands out. Top Every two. time he comes, yep. he comes with yeah. very strong opinions. And it's like that kind of shit makes a show. You know what yeah. I mean? Good God. Off of what oh. I said. For us to have a show that's called Niggas with Opinions Podcast. Hassan is literally the perfect guest to have on our show or a show yeah. like the one that we have. And um, I would say uh, the uh, Nick Waymo, man, like he's another one who just like what what you get from him, what you see from him and what you hear from him, that that's who he is. He doesn't he doesn't fabricate. He doesn't like try to portray an image. What you hear from him on the podcast is what you get. And I enjoy every time that he's on our podcast. And I could go on and on about all the other various podcasts that we've had on our show, especially uh, including Tanya and Marla, because they give a different perspective um, on the various subjects that we actually talk about that are always substantive. And I I appreciate that from all of y'all. I'm sorry, can we curse? Yeah. No, we've been doing that. We roll a weed on camera. Y'all are so sweet. I didn't even know. Y'all could even be good people. Really I'm ben, don't let me run my makeup now. I, I, it took a while to get this together. I, I, I want to piggyback on what, uh, what Plus said. Like, 
I interacted with a lot of y'all on Twitter, but I ain't know y'all niggas from a can of paint when I came down to Miami and we did that big matchup. So that meant a lot to me, you know what I'm saying? Just to have us all in the same room vibe and having a good time. That was a good-ass day. You know, yeah, that was man. a good day. So, and that then my second day. one's, right, and I had my, we had my pops on here, you know what I'm saying? And, for, you know, for somebody that he's been in my life my entire life, just to have him on here and preach, you know, shit about marriage and commitment and shit like that, that was a big thing for me. So those two Aww. moments have definitely been the biggest in my life. Your pops dropped gems on that episode. He yeah, dropped gems that so on that episode. Old as fuck, but he he so, knows. Right. That's the only since advantage. We here, since we already here, I don't think y'all y'all brothers uh noticed this, but that day that we had that big mashup, that was the day that I actually upgraded my car. So that was like the the perfect cap off to like a date. Like to actually end it off with like doing a, a mashup podcast with y'all. It, it was That's it was a bro. great day. You guys provide great opinions. You guys are very transparent. And and that's another thing that these podcasters don't understand. Mm-hmm. When you podcast, you're not yeah. trying to seem cool. What is going to sell your podcast mm-hmm. is how transparent you are, how truthful you are. They want to hear they they want to hear and see life from the lenses that you see them through. They want mm-hmm. they don't want to hear how the rest of the world hears it. They, they don't want to they don't want to see the world from how the rest of the world sees it. They want to see it from how you see it. And that's why I appreciate everybody that's on this call right now because you guys give it up how you see it, how you feel it. Yeah, the authenticity the authenticity is kind of key in anything when it comes to online activity. And especially with social media, especially with podcasting, there's a reason why I asked all of you guys to be on the show at the same time, because you guys are very authentically yourselves and you give zero fucks. And it honestly, it's the only way you can be when it, when it comes to being successful in online, period. Like there's no other way. So yeah, I totally understand that. Adulting, I hate it here. Even with Urban Sweet Talk, like, I think what people appreciated from Urban Sweet Talk is like, one, it started in like 2013. Third one. Right. Remainder. Okay. Um, But no, it started in 2013. And if y'all remember, it was like a party. So at that time, it was like internet radio where there's another thing. Like coming from internet radio to podcasting is like drastically different because when the show would drop, it would drop at 6 p.m. So there was a sense of urgency to listen to the show opposed to now where it's it's pre-recorded, it drops when it drops and people kind of fall in whenever they listen to it. It could be a week from now. So sometimes it's even hard to gauge your numbers because people kind of listen on their own time. And with the internet radio, it was it was just very different. Um, so when people would tweet through it or they would be very interactive, it was just, it was fun. And, and so I would have like tons of people in the studio. We're all talking, we're all having fun, we're drinking. We got kicked out of the studio for some time. Shout out to Ro. Um, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it used to be a lot of fun just to be with you guys like plus plus let me tell you something plus was like my number one wingman like if sometimes i would have no show um prior to marla being a consistent co-host 
I would be like, hey, man, I don't have a show. And plus, it'd be like, oh, I'll slide through. And we would create one or just, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a very struggling at a time. But I feel like now there's been like a transition with podcasting. And it's like going to another place. And it's sometimes, I'll be honest, sometimes it's hard to keep up. It's hard yeah. to keep up with whatever the hell goes on in podcasting. That is facts. Cause Especially because, like, the destinations are so, they're so diverse. Like, I mean, I, mm-hmm. like, I watched Joe Rogan and Joe Budden, like, set new destinations for what I thought podcasts could do. I didn't mm-hmm. think dudes could close million dollar deals from doing them, but lo and behold, right? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, like somebody can take it that far. So, I mean, I think it's, and whenever I, it, it does feel like things move kind of crazy fast sometimes, but it's also, I mean, I guess like inspirational to see mm-hmm. it, to see that like somebody who, who is where we once were is like reaching new heights. What is the, um, this is the last question on this particular topic, and then we're going to get into the juicy debate, because I know you guys want to say something about that. Uh, what is the, what is your, I guess, from, you guys kind of answered this, but I wanted to know what your favorite thing about podcasting would be, and your least favorite thing about podcasting would be. Each of you. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about podcasting is having a space to say the things I want to say and be able to explain the nuance of things. Because like with social media, with Twitter specifically, you could be tweeting. It only has a certain amount of characters. You can't fully explain yourself the way that you want to and not have people take it out of context. You know Mm -hmm. how it works on the Twitter machine. So just to have a space to verbally explain yourself, even into circles, um about whatever topic that is that's like my favorite thing my least favorite thing is um days when i'm just not with the shits but i still have to fake it i hate being phony (laughs) so it's real struggling when i'm just not in the mood or it's like too much going on in the world it's hard to fake it you posted that the other day when the when the virus hit and you were just Oh like, yeah, for sure. I took a mental health day from podcasting cuz I didn't want to contribute to chaos. Tell everybody how I feel. It's like I just wanted to just control all delete everything. I did the same. I was I was I felt I felt it because I was struggling to bring the show back and I couldn't mm. put I couldn't do anything with with it's just social media because I was like all of you are on social media acting a fucking fool. And I, and I don't want to talk about how much stupid, like, everyone's acting right now. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. You said least. Oh, my least. I mean, my favorite part is just hanging out with my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, just us just kicking it. Yeah, nigga. I'll be in Ben. Play the violin again. That's <laughs> but, yeah, awesome, Just hanging out with my cousin and us kicking it and then our boys being able to do the same shit that we did when we was younger. You know what I'm saying? They sometimes Chase spend the night over there, sometimes Kyle spend the night over here. You know, so just them creating an environment and a safe space for them. But then also, I think my least favorite thing is, I think the situation we came out of, you know what I'm saying? People thought it was a party. People thought it was, you know, fun and games. It's not always about that. It's, sometimes you got to get to work, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to give people these responsibilities that they can't, 
withhold or, you know, stand up to those responsibilities. So that's why it's just me and us right now because I know he got my back and I got his back, regardless of the shit we go through. Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was happening. <laughs> Welcome back to class, Chris. Niggas. <laughs> what is your least favorite and favorite thing about podcasting? Uh, my least favorite thing about podcasting is probably all the weed I'm smoking, man. It's expensive. <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah, this is a lot. It, my weed budget went from here to here. <laughs> well, that's the liquor for us. <laughs> <laughs> but same thing, like, you know what I'm saying? I get because I, I I'm not really big on I don't drink a lot in my spare time so it's like when we do record you know we get to drinking and the vibing so different things because like that I'm so health conscious that things like that start to weigh on my mind like we record a few times a week how often do you think we drinking alcohol you know what I'm saying so I try I try to be mindful and bring it up to the guys to keep them on their toes but I said that's probably I would say yeah I need an NWOAA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> they need rehab. Nah, not really. It's, it's it's the cheap stuff. That's why. That's the problem. I, I, I know. That's what I said. Chris, I want to apologize to you because I feel like I contributed to the continuation of y'all drinking alcohol when I brought a leader of Remy Martin to the last, <laughs> uh, <laughs> last episode that we recorded. So I just want to send my apologies to you because... <laughs> A brown liquor cool, in my heart, and I'm, 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 I'm a detox. I'm a detox, and as soon as we get a little break, I'm detox. Yeah, man. Nick, we all contribute because even when I go over, I bring something every time I come over. You can keep, you can keep all the apologies, guys. Don't, oh, don't get okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm just glad that boys ain't drinking E and J no more. Shit, hey, me. that's not true. That's not true. We just drank E and J the other night. I'm glad they stopped drinking the Tiger Man. <laughs> yeah, y'all nah, oh. just drank that too. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Ricky is the reason why y'all drank E and J. I feel plus for real. <laughs> I, 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 I love that shit. Plus, buy that shit by the five gallon. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Any kind of intellectual conversation on your show because you have so much weed and so much alcohol. Oh um, yeah, you. <laughs> Uh, right, just show up. Just show it's up. It's gonna be a good time. Oh, it was the greatest time. I was but, as I say, that's my least favorite thing. That's also my favorite thing because it brings all the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are. You are you after, I was high three days after we finished recording. I, <laughs> <laughs> I counted them. It lingers. It lingers. That's funny. Bro. And, it was like, I can't, I don't know how to formulate a decent opinion. I can't think, thanks to the whatever the fuck you had me smoke. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, plus, no, wait, who was it? Abdonel. On purpose. Favorite part of podcasting is the actual recording. Like, when we actually press record, everyone sits down, we get our opinions, or, and we just vibe, and we just go back and forth. Uh, the part I hate the most is um, the constant, I guess, 
not a constant drag, but find always trying to find something that your listeners deem appropriate or worthy of their time. So actually, you know what? How about this? Let's just do this now. What is the double standards of podcasting between men and women? Jesus. Jesus. Please, go for it. Please. Y'all tell me if my wig a little askew. Okay. Shit, not askew. Is it off kilter? One of the biggest double standards, um, just to go back to what Tanya and I were saying before about some of the stuff that we... Okay, so Tanya and I, we're very opinionated female women right we're very secure within ourselves and stuff like that um anytime we would have you know a lot of the things sometimes we would border on vulgarity because i don't think we got vulgar but there were times that we borderline on vulgarity whereas a nwo can be as vulgar as they want and people love it and they accept it and they laugh with it and they cool with it Tanya and I, oh, we got, we get, we got so much flag. We, we got flag. Like the P episode, for one, like so many people are like, oh my God, you know, you guys, you guys are such great ladies. Like, why would y'all da 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 da? It's like, it's like women are, so podcasting is meant to express your opinions. It's meant to express your thoughts, your feelings, everything like that. But even with that being the standard, women still have to, we still have to censor ourselves a little bit. We can't say certain words. We can't say certain things. We can't have certain opinions on certain things. Or if we do have an opinion, it has to be, it has to be cultivated in a way that the world can, can, can accept it. So it's a double-edged sword because they're either, they're, they either classify you as ratchet or they classify you as ratchet, righteous, which is why I put both of those words, why we put both of those words together when we had our podcast, because we can go either way, depending on what time of day it was, what week it was, and what we had in our system. Um, so women are not necessarily afforded the luxury to kind of fluctuate between whatever we want to fluctuate between. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nothing. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I concur. Yeah, no, it's just that it's, it's just a general thing that men are allowed to be silly and rambunctious and fun and vulgar and be all of those things. And when you think about women, it's kind of like a box that women have to be in. Um, because if you veer too far to vulgarity, people start to uh not respect you or treat you away you know as a woman it's yeah right and if you try to do the too righteous thing it's like you being fake you being phony you know sometimes and also the listeners too the way that the listeners um i don't know take in what we're saying because a lot of times with with marlon i and even with the adulting podcast we like to call a thing a thing and call a spade a spade. And it doesn't matter whether you're a woman or a man. Sometimes we can just see both perspectives and say the thing that a lot of women don't say out loud. So we had that benefit, but with women, it, you definitely are in a 
small box of what mm-hmm. is appropriate for um, women to do and say. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna. I'm just. I would say this, and and then I'll let the men talk because you know I know they want to say stuff. But I would say Marla's seen me go live in a Facebook group that we're in. So has plus. And I do it at least once a week. And I lose my shit probably once a week on the live about specific topics. This is like the only time I get to do podcasting type of content on those types of topics because my podcast doesn't gear towards that, um, that, that, the, you know, that conversation. And I, I think I've been called everything under the sun. And I've seen the same topic be covered by a man on NWO or Ignan Agenda or Abnormal Minds and these comments be like, yeah, nigga, you right. <laughs> you so smart. You, that's right, that's right. That's, you know, these females, they don't do nothing shit. And I'm like, I so sure know I said this. And AB himself has had me on the show um, the most out of all of you. And I sit on the show and I swear I hear the same thing. They don't hear from me, but they want to hear from someone who looks, who sounds like what I said, but has a penis. And I just feel yeah. as though I just, it's some, it, it irks, it grinds my gears, to be quite frank. But, <laughs> but just to piggyback off of that, Tanya, keep me honest. A lot of times, most of our negative feedback about us expressing ourselves a certain way came from women. We didn't, I didn't necessarily get too much negative feedback from the men. It always came from other women. And I was like... Bitch, I'm talking for you. I'm speaking for you. I'm but saying the shit that you may not be comfortable to say. You're making I'm, them I'm feel like they I'm can't get chosen. I'm helping you raise your voice. But we, it all, all the negative energy always came from, from women. Women for us. hate nasty. Nick had his hand up for like 15 All right, minutes. Nick, go for it. Go, go for it. So the biggest uh, double standard that I've seen is exactly on point and with what you women are saying like it's certain topics that men can't talk about we can't talk about domestic violence we can't talk about uh the lbgt element alphabet alphabet community community. it's certain things that we can't like for example right i watch um i am a huge advocate for uh what's the name what's our show jeff that come on we tv uh um Mary Bo- marriage boot camp. Mary, marriage boot camp, right? So with See, marriage, I know because I listen. Exactly, right? So with marriage boot camp, job, Marla. They, had, <laughs> they had this whole segment, and they tried to slander Vado for putting his hands on Tahiri. Nobody ever talked about how Tahiri hit the man in the face with two apples. Nobody talked about how Devon pushed Willie in the kitchen, and they got into a fight, but they got this zero-tolerance policy of not putting hands on one another, but you kick Votto off the show off of, you know what I'm saying, him being physical with a woman, but to ignore all of the other things. So it's like, it's different things that as men, we can't talk about. We can't talk about domestic violence because we're coming from a non-victim, I guess, point of view. And in domestic violence, whoever the victim is, that's who everybody deems that you're supposed to point all of your attention to. And I, think, I don't think that that's fair. Likewise with, you know, the whole gay LBGT community. Because I love P-Valley. But it's some bullshit on that show, okay? I just want to... Parental advisory is advised, my bro. Um, 
when I think of the double standards that exist between uh, men and women in podcasting, I always automatically draw back to the Horrible Decisions podcast because they themselves have to adopt and actually uh, take on a term or a phrase or a terminology that is somewhat kind of uh, derogatory in the eyes of other people. And if it were a group of men who would have called themselves that, nobody would bat an eye. But they have to use that type of name and that type of calling card in order to, I guess, I don't want to say that they gain attraction from it, but it definitely speaks to the type of disparity that exists between men, that exists between men and women, as opposed to just the labeling that exists between men and women in society today. And they brought it to the fucking uh, podcast world. And I would never think to uh, come out with a podcast that's called the, the, the Fuck Boys Podcast or something like that. But they, they call themselves the Horrible Decisions Podcast. And I, I, think, I think when we, uh, when we talk about the, the labels that men and women put on each other, I think it, it definitely bleeds over into the podcast world because there is a there is a double standard that exists between men and women. And I think, I think part of that needs to change because our opinions are our opinions and they should just be that. I, I think them standards, them standards really only exist amongst like black podcasts. Because white people podcast about all type of bullshit. Have the privilege to do that. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the only, word. Only we holding ourselves to these standards. Like we should be able to talk about whatever the hell we want. So Joe Rogan can get up there and talk about Jewish everything from top to bottom and every conspiracy there is about Jewish people. And niggas wouldn't bat an eye and not cancel that nigga. But any anybody Nick Cannon that mentioned something, anything, and boom, he out of here. One of us try to mention something, we get emails from Apple or Spotify, whoever the fuck feels to say something. It's if the casual, if the casual podcast listener were to come across the horrible decisions podcast being spelled W H O R E. Decisions podcast. He's automatically, especially if he listens to hip hop, he's automatically gonna. Dis- he's automatically gonna think that whoever the woman that's leading this podcast probably slept with a whole bunch of rappers, and that's the part that needs to change. So here's my wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. It needs to change. That when you Go call ahead, yourself bro. a whore, I need to see you differently. That needs to change. <laughs> we don't. We don't automatically need to think that she's just a fucking Jezebel, is what I'm thinking. She just calls herself. I'm saying, when you you. lean into the sexuality, (laughs) right? But see, if you're gonna call yourself a whore, like I'm not, you gotta be. My boyfriend is chiming in in the background. Like I can't. You called yourself a whore. I'm gonna. I I can't. I can't rock with that one, Ben. I hear you. But you called yourself a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because, yeah, I'm I'm laughing because 
I'm laughing because I agree with all of you. And if you lean into the sexuality, then mm -hmm. people don't take you serious. That's yeah. the thing. Or they think you a hoe or whatever the case is. You can't just Indeed. be both. Like men, men can be whores and be entertaining. No, but we can be perverts though. If we lean too hard into the sex, yeah. we'll be perverts. Y'all do yeah. though. Y'all do. Y'all said, <laughs> said some horrible things. Of course. So here's my That's, those yeah. are the things that we willing to say. We got a whole here's my of niggas who shouldn't be saying some of the shit that they should be saying. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but there'll be some females who accept that shit, who like, who like hearing that shit, though. Yep. That's true, too. I, but see, I, 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 but see I, you're I, making I, Tanya's I, point. You're, you're I, making Tanya's I, point. I, I mean, men could tell women the worst of themselves, and women will be like, I'm it's, cool with it's that. a man thing. He's, he's just it's, a man. He's like, hey, it's, I it's, sleep it's, around, I'm a whore. And they'd be like, okay. A.B., how many times on your show have you sat down and said, I ain't shit, <laughs> I ain't never going to be shit, and I oh, sleep uh, with X amount of women, and I do this and such and such, and I dog this bitch out, and this, that, the other. You have you, you laid it out from... I don't know if you're transparent. There's some arch. Involved. There's some well, plus, there. You too, the both of you. You own your ain't shitness to full extent. But, but yeah, I don't want you guys to think that comes without criticism. Because like yeah, the same way women get their letters, like we like because you guys are talking as if we say this shit and we skate or we say this shit <laughs> and like no one tries to check around like, nigga. The trans community's written letters. Uh the gays have written letters. Oh, the feminists that's different. Letters. You know what's Enough has checked okay. me about that shit. Do you know how much <laughs> how much uh backlash I received from telling people that chlamydia is not that bad? <laughs> it's a sprained ankle. It's a true story. I got I got back I got backlash because I agree with you when we did our mashup. That's it. Remember, we yeah. talked about it. It's talked a sprained ankle, ain't it? Listen, man, 21 pills, you're back to two. You're back to two. <laughs> oh, 21, 21, 21. <laughs> Listen, there are worse things out there in this That's world, really and people seem to forget that there are worse the things out there. The flu is way worse than chlamydia. The flu is less than... You can still go to work with chlamydia. You can't go around. Nobody. Wait, wait. Look, nobody knows. <laughs> you can still go to work with chlamydia. You can't go to work with corona. That's all I'm saying. You can't so go to work with Corona, but you can go to work with Corona, right? Now. <laughs> so, so here's my thing. Stop me when I'm laughing. So, so I like I like hearing y'all. I like hearing women's opinions because I'm married. You know what I'm saying? So some of the stuff that y'all say and how y'all feel, like I get it from my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Tanya said that. Oh, Marla said that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, I, she can relate to what y'all saying. So I can I can put myself in a space where. It's not. She's not the only one that feels that way. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it may. Huh? Huh? <laughs> right. We're here for the people. Right. We help marriages, <laughs> relationships. We're here. Because because with a guy, you be like, oh man, she's tripping. But she's not really tripping. She that's just how she feels. And let's just take this yes. whole what thing. You know what I'm saying? For you know for because it just dropped on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Women women can't talk about sex. Because then y'all hoes, and then y'all this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we don't like it, too. Right. Like you know fuck? what I'm saying? You know, but guys be rapping about this shit in you know, the 60s and the 70s. So at the end of the day, I, I, I find y'all opinions and y'all and y'all views very refreshing because we need that Thank shit. You. 
Y'all yeah. humans just like us. Y'all got needs just like us, and y'all got wants mm-hmm. just like us. Okay, Marla said something that I thought was interesting, right? Um, is it safe to say that the majority of us have um, listening bases that are majority made up of women? Yes. 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 Right? So it's like, if these double standards are being reinforced by women, can we even call them that? No. We can still call it that. But even that. though that's the, it's, that's, it's that fact, but it's all built on, guess what? Patriarchy. Patriarchy. And we know that. That's what I'm about to say. Because our fathers are the ones, our fathers, our uncles, our brothers, the men in our lives are teaching us this shit to tell us that this is okay. So it's like, we're going to continue exacerbating this issue until we start realizing that there's there's another way we could do this. And Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of deconditioning and it takes a lot of unraveling social norms for you to stop and say, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this because it's just plain out wrong. And that takes a lot because it takes the same thing for y'all. Y'all don't even know how much of your shit is double standard or not. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's women that oppose it because it's like some with podcasting, when you're a woman and you podcast, the woman either has to identify with you, like you're my cousin in my head, you know, you get that a lot. My cousin. My cousin. But the way that women can support is different than the way that men support um in general in general because even with music you know what i'm saying even when cds came out there there was a little girls waiting outside to buy the posters to you know what i'm saying to support you're not getting men that's like oh shit this i'm gonna support 150 percent. that doesn't all it happens i'm not saying it doesn't i'm saying that it's more women that are willing to support right what they like and even if you're a woman and they like it, it may not be the same support. You guys, because we don't have penises. So that because women are the main base of their audiences, and that they go so hard when they do support you, is why they also go so hard when they are against you in whatever yes. opinion you have. If you're investing, yes. you invest the time, you invest the emotion. Like how, invest, how much time? Yeah. You- how many times have you, have you find, I, I, me and your times, I find myself like arguing with my headphones, listening to uh, Urban Speed or NWO or, or Ignorant Agenda. Like I, I'll, I'll be giving my, my opinion, knowing these niggas can't hear me, but the same thing goes to them. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm invested into the show. Like, it, so it's, it's, part, it's part of my routine now. So yeah, I get it when they go ham, they don't, they don't agree or if they do agree. I, I, I respect the, their, their right to have an opinion, I guess mention of WAP, which is a good example, you know. There's some holes in this house. Yeah. Some uh, holes. That's my go shit. Ahead, That's my shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's the be professional. Outrage, because the fake outrage, it's, uh, it, it, it's absolutely aggravating. But the fake outrage that I have with it is the fact that we watch E-Fames versus with Rick Ross. And with like, fast essential workers. And he had his essential workers there, and we were like, that's totally fine. And then two other female rappers come out and do what is an ex-stripper, what I would expect an ex-stripper to do, and, and talk about, it becomes a problem. And I feel like it transcends into the same thing like what you guys were saying with podcasting. If Marla and Tanya say, 
literally anything that happened on the episode I was just on with NWO or anything that AB says on any given episode of <laughs> Abnormal Minds, it would be met with a bunch of vitriol from people. And I'm, I, how do you combat that problem? Because how do you get past that that wall of judgment? I would call it. I, I think we got to get out of we got to get out of being like on Twitter is always men versus female or you know man versus woman. We got to get out of that. Be like, hey man, I, to me, when y'all write, I'd be like, oh man, the lady's right this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm on this side. And I think that's what it takes. Like, you can't be always on this side of the fence. You can, sometimes you can jump on the other side. You gotta be like, man, the girls wanna talk about sex shit, let them talk about sex. Because guess who we having sex with? With the women. Man. <laughs> you know what unless. I'm saying? So, <laughs> unless. Unless, uh, uh. unless, unless you unless you look gay. <laughs> but, or hey, Andrew Gillum. <laughs> right. Ma'am. <laughs> Glizzy, I'm sorry. Tanya hates Andrew Gillum. <laughs> you know, okay, I just, I don't understand him being in that predicament in the wake of a crisis. Well done. He's at a hotel motel holiday in with mm -hmm. a foreign male prostitute ass to the sky you have no place uh, that doesn't even make sense for you to even be there at that time in the wake of a crisis I just, unforgivable about 10 years he set us back he did this is this is my 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 sole opinion about politics. I think niggas should lead with their sexual orientation. I agree. That's because true. if everybody knows what you are, then they can't use it against you later on. So if you come out and you be like, "Hey, listen, yeah, I'm married to this black queen, but I like dick every now and then," vote for me. I think everybody would be like, "You know what? That's some real ass shit." <laughs> Okay, so if he tells you, if he tells you that he married and he like dick, what can you say about him after that? He might not get oh, the door. He might not get the door. What is Timmy looking like? That don't have nothing to do with his views, though. What are you talking about? If I don't allow your views to get out, your views don't matter. Listen, man, just because the man like penis don't mean he can't make good <laughs> decisions. That's, no, that's, no, that's no, all I'm saying. Let me tell you something, bro. People who like penis, penis don't make good decisions already. sometimes. It's, all, it's already bad decisions. <laughs> we already sure don't. Nigga. Liking dick was step number one for bad decisions. What else would you do next? <laughs> <laughs> the budget? Wow. Huh? That's yeah, all I'm saying. Right People right who right. like penis. Let me clear this up. Right? Often make good decisions. Cooking. So what about all the niggas that like dick in private? You still vote for? Uh, or 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 little girls or or little girls or little boys or little boys or animals? Come on, man! Come on! That's down. That's down. But he got in the door though. Okay, so to give I'm not sure how we got here. To give back to that original question, how do we combat? How do we go over the hump of the of the double standards? I think we need Chris at it. We need to. Um, I think we need to listen to each other. We need to 
we need to not just listen to react we need to actually listen to each other like i said my favorite experiences have been being able to go from podcast to podcast to podcast and get a different feel a different vibe a different situation in each in each um in each podcast and whereas i may not necessarily agree with with something nick says but I can understand where he's coming from because I sit there and I listen and, and to his point. Because when he first said the chlamydia thing, I was like, this nigga tripping. But then <laughs> some when context. we sat down, <laughs> just some context, but then when we sat down and he broke it down, I understood him. I was the oh, only God. person in that house who understood him, but I understood where he was coming from. Same thing with NWO. Half the time, I don't agree with them. Case in point, Plus, plus, and I argue every single time I go over there for whatever reason. But I understand where they're coming from because they they're able to expound and give their opinions because that's their perspective. And I think we don't respect each other's perspectives, even women against women. My 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 journey is not the same as Tanya's, and I think that was something that that made our podcast so unique and so special is the fact that I'm a lot more serious, a lot more reserved, whereas Tanya's not so much, depending on certain things. So we balanced each other very well. I respected her her views, whether it was it was opposing to mine or not, and she respected my views the same way. So you know, whereas I may not have agreed with her with her cousin Kanye, just to put that into context. That's my but cousin on, on my neighbor's side. Still, but I still understood where she was coming from with why she felt how she felt. Um, we don't give each other the space to, to be able to express ourselves and we don't give each other the space to, um, or the respect to know that we're all very different. We're all individual and all of our thoughts and all of our, all of our experiences are different. And I may choose to express myself by twerking in front of the masses and you may choose to go to church and pray but it doesn't mean that i won't see where you're coming from and you can't see where i'm coming from twerk a rap according to my cousin twerk a rap <laughs> jesus plus can't sit down boy i swear um the, <laughs> the <laughs> not he has ADD. he really gotta sit down like he has not Bro, I just want to ask you, what's up with the Black Panther? What's up with the Pink Panther thing? I don't know. I don't the know Hotep Pink Panther. <laughs> black, black Panther? The Black Panther? Yo, when you turn on your camera. Every time you do the screen, I see a Pink Panther. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got a... It has a Hotep like hat on. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. No, no, I understand. I was on Zoom being creepy before I had to use a fake picture. But I agree, Marlon. We definitely need to um uh just leave some space. Not only that, but leave some space for people to be wrong sometimes. Like mm. and I think we don't do that. Especially you know, you know how it works on, on the Twitter machine and anywhere else. It's like there is no room for uh, redemption. You know what I'm saying? This you is getting niggas the fuck up out of here. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a trend. I'm surprised I'm still here. <laughs> Bro! What did you go through? I had to delete so many tweets. I'm not the same bitch I was five minutes ago. So you gotta keep deleting <laughs> as you go. I ain't delete shit. Suck my dick in Spanish. In Spanish. <laughs> 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 
but, but, but yeah, no, I just, I just feel like we have to leave some space for people to be wrong and come back. And even like the whole J. Cole no name thing, it was like, girl, I get it. You know stuff. But like, if you're not going to tell me, you're not going to put me up. If you're not going to you can keep me. that on the playground. Shut the fuck <laughs> right? up. You can keep that on the playground if you're not sincerely trying to be like, oh, no, it's not that. It's X, Y, Z. Give people some space to be wrong a little bit. Has she apologized? <laughs> apologize. What is that? It's too late. Wait, wait, wait. You talking about a woman? Women apologizing? Don't wow, don't do that. No, no, y'all ain't gonna do this tonight. <laughs> wow. Don't do that. Let's do this now. Let's be real. Let's be real. Women don't know how to apologize. Effect yes, I do. Effectively. I said effectively. They try, effectively. They try to suck your meat. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's do. not an apology? No, it's, it's like, hello, apologize to me so we can be friends again. For real. <laughs> Marla, it's the same mouth I had on Monday. That's not an apology. It's not the same. <laughs> But, but Tanya, yes, but Tanya that's why I love your that's why I love your title so much. Because Thank you. even though we 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 and you know we're adulting and we're in our thirties and stuff like that, we still gonna fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like I fuck up being a dad damn near every day. Boy, I just learn from we don't I know what the fuck we doing. You know what I'm you saying? Know what? Like, we're I just, I'm, I'm not as broke though. as I was in my twenties. No. Yeah, yeah but you're still a little dumb about stuff that right. <laughs> nobody told you about. Nobody warned you about. It's just Damn. shit don't be going well. It don't. Since, since, since Moesha came on Netflix, I've learned a lot of what not to do by watching Frank Mitchell. I ain't, I'm just boy. Yeah. Frank Mitchell was fucking up a lot. He the hairline well. first. He meant well. He did. He meant well. He meant well, but he, he meant well. He was a horrible parent in some yeah, scenario. Yeah, no, can we agree he was the worst black dad on TV ever? The road to hell came with So whether or not he meant well, he was nothing. He just, he was, no, he's to toxic, I guess would be the word, since that's a cool word. Nigga, Moesha was a goddamn problem. Yeah, he was a teenager! A regular teenager! This nigga just, okay, let's not, let's not talk about it. Hot, hot dads. Slow were the sassiest black dads on TV. Fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 Moesha been on four seasons. It's like seven niggas. Why so many niggas in four seasons? Plus. That's ridiculous. Plus. Do you get ran through plus? Fuck it. It's four seasons. It's only four years of high school. No, no, no. He got a point. He got a point. It's only four years of high school. It's we like are not niggas. doing this. He got a point, though. No, no it's, it's a lot of shit that we did. It's a lot of shit we did, because we didn't know no better. But plus got a point. Come on, now. Yeah, always, hey, look, you always, expect me? Man. You expect me to not get mad that you brought home a nigga like you? Oh, the nigga from Onyx. That you nigga from Valley Tupac. Tupac. No caramel Tupac. That's funny as hell. Yo, shorty. I hate it. Yo, shorty. No chemo. It was a thought, man. Come on, man. It's how the truth come out. Hey. <laughs> You got Ohaji, you got Q, you got Usher, you got the Mexican nigga when they went to Mexico. Did Kobe come on once? Kobe Bryant. Uh, Hakeem, she kissed Hakeem. He was standing next door. You know what happened with that. Uh, she was in love with D, brother, the nigga that came from Canada. Mm -hmm. She would have fucked him, but they would have 
if the episode would have been an hour, oh yeah, she would have fucked him. Okay, that's seven she, right there. She ain't had a time. She ain't had a time. So, so you so you telling me she would have been a uh that's a so team mom. Ignorant. Why are we here? <laughs> if it would have been on why TNT, are we here? If it would have been on TNT, if, if was on HBO, uh-huh. bro, she's sleeping with all them niggas. HBO, first if it would have been on TNT. We're saying this we never want to talk about the fact. If it would have been on USA, except UPN, she would have got Look, she would have been sucking dick back Come on, wow. Frank Mitchell did all he could, man. <laughs> Frank did everything he could. The hell oh, he did. Well, you know, oh, I enjoyed having a podcast sorry, while I had it. Sorry, sorry, no. I enjoyed it. It was fun while I while it lasted. But I knew what I was getting myself into. I totally understood. And it's totally fine. Totally fine. Um, there goes your double standards. I was trying to help you out, AB, because I know you had something to say. About the double standards. You had a pen in your hand and everything, so I was like, "Oh, this poor, this poor <laughs> fellow." <laughs> he was going right. He was writing notes. I was like, "Oh dear, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out." Um, listen, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna close out because before I keep on going, it's gonna be on forever, and my podcast is usually thirty minutes. But you know, I understood. Um, I want to know what you guys' favorite social media platform is and why. Please, as for every guest, I always ask them that at the end, and then Twitter. we can go on and tell me your handles. Twitter. Everybody's Twitter? Yes, because I'm blocked. And, Easy. And I can Twitter. say whatever the fuck I want to say on there. So everyone's just tw- Well, Marla, are you even on Twitter? Uh, I have a Twitter. Do you I'm use never it? on it. <laughs> I'm never on it. What's but out of favorite? all of the, but out of all of them, Twitter is my favorite because of all the chaos that Twitter has. I just like Instagram. Same. You can't. Twitter is just. Twitter allows you access to people you otherwise should not have access to. Exactly. I can have access to to Peebo Bryson if I want to. What you do? Yeah. So I could have. You do. She does. Bay. You know. You I know. Got a wife named after her and all. His <laughs> wife name is Tanya, but that's another case. But um. Yeah, it's more expressive, and it, there's a language and a certain type of humor that Twitter has that other people don't understand. Even when you're trying to explain certain jokes to them or why a certain thing is funny, like this you, any of the language, they don't understand it, and it's a certain type of humor that you have that's probably dark that comes from Twitter, and that's my favorite thing. <laughs> and also because Twitter is the most informative. It is. It's the most informative. Low key, I mean, barely. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I know everybody's trying to be modest. I'm on Twitter for the hoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This is my part of the conversation right here. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can contribute this part of the conversation. It's real on on demand, real time notification mm-hmm. of people's thoughts, opinions, how they feel, and then mm-hmm. you want you can see somebody's best picture, and then you shoot your mm-hmm. shot. It's really it's the perfect application. It's look, a dating I'm, app. Look, it definitely is a dating I'm, I'm, app. Look, I'm married, but I ain't blind. It's like a big ass group chat. I'm married, but I ain't blind. It's a big ass group chat. Look, and I'm blocked too. She blocked me like six six months to a year ago. Oh, man, so I can do whatever the fuck I want to do on there. I think about that Twitter page, you could go hell. Oh man. Right. Just to explain to my listeners what this you is. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a trend on <laughs> there's a trend on Twitter currently 
where someone makes a very profound statement and its conviction is true and tried and then um, someone replies to their tweet saying this you and it's usually pulling up an old tweet from maybe five years ago sometimes five minutes ago totally opposite of their belief sometimes they have screenshots they this you them in the same day sometimes they got video you know it's a very exciting time on Twitter right now because people are being ushered the fuck out. And it's honestly, only thing I like about cancel culture is that right there. <laughs> this you, this you is helping America. Plus, you said it was your part of the conversation because you wanted to get hoes on Twitter. Um, no, Twitter is my favorite because it's the funniest and has definitely the most hoes. And then I don't think any other social network has porno like in the middle of the street. Like Twitter, yeah, Twitter, Twitter just has porno in the yes. middle of the street. Right. I'm talking about you see a tweet about Jesus, then you scroll down titties. Nothing mm -hmm. else has that. At Facebook, in the afternoon. Facebook has more ignorance, so I go back there a lot. But I think Twitter still has the lead on front of it. On no social media platform can you find TD Jakes and Tiana Trump tweeting at the same time <laughs> about two totally opposite different spectrums of the Come earth. On. Yeah. Okay. One is talking about giving offering. The other is talking about giving don't. Come on. I work. Say that. I do Say manage that. social media for a pastor and I had to unfollow some people because they followed Porner, <laughs> porn mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. Wow. And well, the problem was his wow. his timeline would be inundated with it, and when he opens his phone, Jerusalem is set up. That's not how it goes. So I had to, because he was like, Nefertiti, what's wrong with my phone? I can't get this off. And I was like, he was ready to turn off the whole Twitter. He wanted to turn it all off, and I had to be like, Yeah, Twitter shows you what people like. Twitter will show you who people follow. Twitter shows you all the business. And you can see somebody get their shit ran through all at the same time as you see, you know, we praising the Lord. It's all... The balance of life. Alright, I just... I love how Chris is nonchalantly just looking at him like... All right, well. <laughs> um, okay, so I will I will concede to the Twitter, although I have yet to get a hang of it just yet, but I still be on there, so. What? What do you mean? You know, just, just tweet through it. I'm lying. Sure. I think I'm going to come back to Twitter, but I never did. I am I'm lying. If you don't have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. You followed me on Twitter. You retweeted me. He was really upset. It's, it's, greatest, it's the greatest application of all time. I have Twitter. I use Twitter very often. I I asked Twitter this morning because I had a whole I got we got spammed by some angry people this morning and I said, Is it too early for wine? And everybody on Twitter was like, No, it's not. And I was it's very appreciative. Of people that love you. They love and hate me. you all at the same time. All at the same time. All at the same time. I have never seen so many people I didn't know like me after the NWO podcast, and I didn't say shit on that damn show. So that was exciting. Coming from a guy that has Twitter since 2009, I am on my fifth account. I'm never leaving. They I've can't, been on there since they can't get rid of me. Two times. Man, it's no man, baby. 
Just keep coming back. I've been on there since the same time. I would like each of you to please let me know where to find you and your podcast on all of your social media networks. It is important to me because that's literally what I do. So I want you to tell me. And based off of the, I don't know why the pictures kept moving around, but consistently in the left corner. So you start start first. Oh, oh, in the left corner. That's Marla, ain't it? Oh, I'm sorry for based off of what I'm looking at. That's me. Because I'm Nick. Go first. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my bad. Okay. Uh, way more fly than you on Twitter. One no on Twitter, way more fly than you two use. Yeah, this nigga drunk. I'm drunk. Yes, I am. Agenda. T H E I G N A N T Agenda dot com. We on everything. Twitter, Instagram. We on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, uh, iHeartMedia. Thanks to Ben, I was able to manipulate all of these cracker websites. Yes. So thank you, Ben. You have been a, a, a huge inspiration to me to spread our shit out there for these honkies. Thank Come you. on. I love it. Um, <laughs> AB, you're next. Uh, Admiral Minds Podcast. We drop new episodes every Thursday on SoundCloud, Apple, Music, Apple uh, Spotify, Deezer, uh, Anchor, what am I missing? iHeartRadio, Google Play, and check out, we got a merch AbnormalMindsPodcast.com All the social medias, AbnormalMindsPodcast Like, listen, all that good shit. Tanya. Oh, yeah. Um, so hit me up on the everything. Uh, the Adulting I Hate It Here pod on Instagram, Facebook like page. The Twitter machine is adulting IHIH because they're haters and have character limits. Uh, also, you can hit me up personally at I am Queen T. I am Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on Instagram. Don't be creepy. I am very appreciative of this opportunity to jump on this, uh, this Zoom call. And um, you can find us at www.nwopod.com. That's www.nwopod.com. You can find us on every streaming platform. You can find us on YouTube at the Niggas With Opinions. You can find us on Instagram, NWO Podcast, and on the Twitter machine, as so uh, the Tanya D, Queen T likes to say. Um, you can find us oh, at man. the NWO Podcast on the Twitter machine. Um, you can find me in particular at I am Benny B on Twitter and on Instagram I am Benny B underscore. Chris, wake up. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I've been up this whole time, bro. What y'all talking about? Nigga been meditating. He is hiding pussy during the Mayweather fight in Vegas. Goodness gracious. Hey. I'm chilling, man. Find you on, on the on the internet. Um, vegan trap lord on everything and always on the NWO podcast. But you guys know that. Marla, go ahead. Where where can we find you? Lady Marla four one seven on Instagram and on Twitter. If I ever come back, um, and I'm technically on 
podcast retirement right now. For now. For now. <laughs> Little dirt. I don't know why I keep saying that name so excessively, but uh... it's a it's a lovely name. But yes, uh, <laughs> eighty eight on Twitter, Junior Dirt underscore eighty eight on IG. My cousin said all the other shit. I'm not gonna repeat it. Um, <laughs> but please go to the website. We have merch. As you can see, we got the shirt on. You know, we got socks as well. And make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube page. You guys have socks? We do yes. have socks. Hey, listen. My public service announcement is not being asked. Don't kiss these hoes in the mouth. What? I don't know about the ass eating part, but okay. I agree with you, bro. Um, in St. Louis, rolling on Dutch. No, you can find me on goddamn, uh, fuck, what's my Twitter? Surplus. Oh, Surplus. Uh, at NWO Podcast. Uh, the NWO Podcast on Twitter. Somebody has a rotating fan, and I'm pretty sure it's plus. Nigga, no hey, fan other than me. No <laughs> fan I, know, me. I know one of y'all niggas need a nine vote. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, and as you guys know, thank you for watching and listening to the, to the, uh, to, it's just social media. You guys can find me on my business page, Brooklyn underscore social, or my personal page, The Plush Mommy, on all platforms. And please visit my website for booking details, brooklyn-social.com. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Thank you, Ignant Agenda. Thank you, Adulting I Hated Here. Thank you, Lady Marla. Thank you, Niggas with Opinions. Thank you, Abnormal Minds. This has been a dream come true. It was super fun. Thank you guys so much. Everyone, always remember to spread love.